Hello, this is Popping Culture. My guest today is Kirkland Manning. Uh, thank you so much for coming on to the podcast. Oh, thanks for having me, buddy. No problem. Uh, Kirkland is one of the funniest comedians I know from Greenville, South Carolina. He also does shows all around the South. If you get a chance, definitely check out uh, Kirkland. Super hilarious guy. Um, the topic he chose to discuss on the podcast is 80s music and how it's influenced pop culture. But before we do that, uh, whenever I have a comedian on, I like to ask the question. Um, a lot of people focus on like bombing and doing bad, but I'm more focused on succeeding. So when was the first time you killed and how did it feel? Oh, man. Um, I still don't know if I've killed yet, but um, I think the either the third or fourth time I went up, I remember uh, there was one guy in the audience who um, I just said before I went up, I was like, I just want to make that guy laugh. Like if I can make this guy laugh, that would be like the best thing ever. And I got a lot of laughs and I looked up and he was laughing. And I actually pointed it out and I was like, I'll be honest with you. You're the only person I wanted to make laugh. So tonight's already. <laughs> and then, you know, I got a bit of ovation too. So I don't know. It felt incredible, man. It was the best thing in the world. Best feeling I've ever had for nice. sure. Very nice. accomplished. Yeah. Nice. Does anything compare to that feeling? Anything you've done before? Oh man. No. It really doesn't like nothing comes to mind. It's 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 its own thing. That's like so hard to describe to people. I've tried to, but it's just impossible. I mean, yeah, it's the best feeling in the world for sure. Nice. Nice. Uh, so what got you into comedy? Man, I mean, ever since I was little, I was like eight years old and um, I watched, you know, that movie, Dr. Doolittle, the one with Eddie Murphy in it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so I watched that movie, and there was, like, some, uh, like, behind-the-scenes stuff, kind of, like, some commentary about Eddie Murphy, and they said, like, all these other movies he'd been in, and then they showed Delirious, like, a clip from it, and it was mm -hmm. about the, doing the ice cream truck thing in, in Delirious, yeah. and I was like, like, what is that? Like, it's just him standing there, like, just talking and making people laugh, and then I actually found it, like, my grandmother had it on VHS, and so I grabbed it and I put it in and nobody knew I was, I watched the whole thing. I was eight years old. Wow. Yeah. I was like, I don't know half the words he's saying, but I know they're not good, but I also know everybody's dying laughing. I was like, that's what I want to do one day. So like, that was the biggest thing. Okay. Cool. Yeah. cool. Nice. Nice. Um, yeah. Do you try to like, um, when you do your stand up, do you see anybody that you feel like influenced you or do you feel like everything you do is like, just you man that's a good question actually i was talking about this with somebody recently um yeah it's it's hard because sometimes i feel like um i'm doing somebody else and like one joke and then another one it's, you know you, you kind of feed off other people you've seen and you take the bits you like and you know you don't retell a joke they've told but you try to like get their rhythm or something sometimes or the way they tell a story their mannerisms and exactly yeah but you try to make it you while also incorporating some things you've seen and yeah so i guess that's what makes it you is that you're not doing one person you're taking bits from several different people i i would tell you for me i had to like stop watching comedy like i watch my friends because like whatever tags i can give them i'll give them a tag and of course, right. I want to, you know, 
I want to, you know, help them do better. But for me, like when it comes to a big comedian, I have to like people have to tell me to watch because yeah. I never I never want to have a thought that's not my own. And I never want to take a mannerism because I've definitely caught myself. I, I forgot the comedian's name, but I saw him. He's a funny guy. But after every joke, he does this. And I caught myself do it. And I was like, <laughs> this isn't me. Why would I? I'm not the, I'm not the finger point guy. I don't know. Yeah. It doesn't yeah, work when I do it. That's right. Yeah, so. And it's like what if I see a comedian go on stage and sometimes they might not mean to do it. But anytime I see somebody take that microphone and they tell a joke and then they slap it against their knee, I go, that's Dave Chappelle. Like it takes me out of it a little bit. So I'm like, ah, that's like too specific. But like sometimes you do it and you're not even thinking about it. But I saw one guy go up and he did it like eight times in a five minute set. I was like, that's too many times to be slamming the microphone against your knee as your own joke that nobody else is laughing at. Well, yeah, that makes it different. That makes yeah, it right. like, you're the only person laughing at. I, yeah. It's like, I want to give it to Dave because he's definitely the latest person to do it. But I, you're right. You're right. I want to go I, with Bill. I want to go with Bill Bellamy just because I've seen him do it, but okay. it, like a long time ago. But like you're if you right. had to go with now, it would definitely look like Dave because Dave does it, you know, the most famous to do it. So. Right. Yeah. And they get, he gives it the, uh, like the head down, bam. Yeah. And then he puts it. Yeah. That's what that guy was doing. I just kept going. Ah, like it's, it's a little too, too much right there, but. Yeah. yeah, man. Um, I agree with you. You just don't want to take too much from people like that. Yeah, especially that when finger- they're not funny. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. That finger point thing's hilarious, though. I, I caught myself. I was like, "This is not what I do." I, I looked at my finger mid joke, and I was like, "Who is this?" That's great, uh, man. Nice man. But th- like I said, thank you again for coming on, man. Um, so why'd you choose um '80s music? If you don't mind me asking. Oh man. Um, my parents, both of them, I mean, they, that's all we listened to growing up. It was like on loop. I didn't know that there was new music until I was probably 12, 13 years old. Cause I mean, that's just all we listened to. So I'd love it. Wow. Your house, I is mean, like, your house was like a time capsule. I know, man. It's crazy. Cause they're, I mean, my parents are pretty young. They were born in 73. So it's not even like, by the time they were 16, 17, 18 years old, it was already the 90s. But I think they just took those few years growing up and they were like, this is it. Like, nothing's going to beat <laughs> Apparently. They, Apparently. They were beat it and they were like, this is it. Uh, yeah, that, that was it. Like Purple Rain. And then that was over. Yeah. It was just Purple Rain every day. Okay. <laughs> um, so when it comes to 80s music in general, what do you think it made different up to that time point like well how do you think music like transferred like the noise like it's a good question so um i would say well you got the 70s and they went through their whole disco thing and then there's like that rock but it's kind of like soft rock and then the 80s everything got louder and more in your face i think and a little bit more um um the style and then you had the you know mtv and the music videos and stuff and it wasn't just sound. It was also, it changed people's appearance. Like you would see how Michael Jackson dressed in the thriller video. And then all of a sudden you're watching Beverly Hills cop and there's a guy wearing the same. And then even Eddie Murphy's wearing the same leather jacket. And it's, it, it, I think a lot of today was heavily influenced from the eighties. I mean, people still go back now and take certain things and, try to incorporate in today's fashion and 
and the sound i mean it's it's pretty similar like the music i like now the rap music and the hip-hop music the ones that i like the most sound a lot like the hip-hop music from the 80s nice 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 um since we're on rap, do you feel like the 80s, this is where autotune became famous? It's, it's funny because maybe you're, you could tell me better, but I feel like in the 80s, the autotune was mostly for like, I don't even know, like the, like the white, like sync. I don't even know how I'm trying to describe this. Hey, Kirkland, I know you just graduated college, buddy, but when you say I could tell you better, I was born in 92. Oh man, I'm sure. I'm. I think you probably have the. Uh, you got more knowledge than oh, I okay. do. Okay. Okay. I thought we were going by age. I was like, no, I was not oh. alive for this. <laughs> I'm, not trying to, I'm not trying to come on here and insult you. No, you weren't insulting. You weren't insulting me. I was just like, hey, let me tell him how old I am before we continue. Like asking me, like, how was Prince album when it first came out? Like, mm. <laughs> how was that received? Yeah. Which Michael like, Jackson album did you like more? Like, you only had three channels, it was something yeah. like that. Yeah, that big TV, yeah, that big TV was mine. Um, yeah, <laughs> the static came on late at night, there were no more channels, exactly. Uh, that national anthem played, and we were like, All right, time to go to bed. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I don't know how much of a pop culture uh nerd or, or music, whatever they call it, but yeah. Um, when it comes to artists like we mentioned Michael Jackson, Prince, and just throwing out another one from that was famous from that time, um, Freddie Mercury, a queen. When sure, you hear yeah. like the way they sing and you know, there's a lot of songs they had to like stretch notes out to the point where they did injure their lungs. I right, found yeah. out, I did research. Um, do you feel like that was the first time we've seen that or do you think that was something that that carried on from like the seventies and back. Man, I think it, I think that actually probably did start in the seventies a little bit with that like um, with like that disco stuff. I remember that was that let's groove tonight. Okay, you know that right. beginning yeah. goes burn. You can tell somebody doing it to an audio tune through an audio audio tune and yep. it's making this certain. I think it started with the seventies and that right. that like funk like went into the 80s and then i don't know i think t-pain is the only person that stands out to me as being famous for audio tunes like when it first you know what i mean yeah and before i'm not even sure like um if anybody was really famous for it the only person that comes to mind is rick james and there's only like three songs Uh, nice yeah okay yeah definitely definitely yeah but yeah man the audio tune thing that's a crazy thing like uh you can get famous for not being a good singer i mean it's crazy every time i hear it man i'm just like why am i clocking in to go to work like right yeah this is all i gotta do right and post malone i mean i like i like post malone all right without it though believe it or not that's true yeah you know what that's a good point i got to see him when he was a country singer believe it or not oh really it blows my mind man Where'd you see him at? Uh, it's a place in Houston called, I think it's called Dine Light or Night Dine. It's a small yeah. little bar, but like, yeah, I got to see him when he was doing a bunch of Bob Dylan covers. Oh, without the face tattoos? Without face tattoos. Like it was, but he could sing. He could sing. And yeah. I do not, I believe it was his real, he was going by his real name, but this is like, like over like nine years ago, I believe. 
Gotcha. Yeah. Like, he was, but he could sing. Like he was, I knew he did Bob Dylan covers and I think he did Johnny Cash covers, but he put that on makes- a, he did a great, like for that little bar in the middle of just Houston, like he did a, he did a good job. Um, That's awesome. I don't doubt it. I mean, you're right. He can definitely sing on his own. Yeah, even T-Pain surprised me. I found out he could sing. I went to see him, uh, I think back in 2009 or 2008. And he, he, he did it for the crowd. And then he went right back to Autotune. Like, hey, just so you know, I can do this, but uh, this doesn't pay the bills or whatever he said. Um, right, right. That makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah, I mean, it's crazy um, how famous he got. I mean, I'm sure that wasn't his, uh, his plan. I mean, I'm sure he wanted to actually let people know he can actually sing, but then one day he just did that, and everybody's like, oh, that sounds good. Yeah, he started with I'm Sprung, and he was like, you know what? Let's keep the album like this. Let's keep it going like that. Mm-hmm. Hey, speaking of that, I don't know why it's reminded What happened to Akon? He became a billionaire off oil and diamonds. Is that what it was? Because He owns a city. He's building a city in Africa called Akon City or Acoins City, I believe. But yeah, he bought like five miles of Africa land and he's building his own like Wakanda. I was about to say, man, is this, are you just messing with me or is this like some kind of start of a Marvel movie? This is crazy. What is he doing? He's worth, um, in American money, I'm not sure what he's worth, but in Africa, he's worth close to two billion. Jesus Christ. But he got famous off of, I mean, he got rich off of music. Okay, the way I was told, Akon got rich off Lady Gaga because he was the person that found Lady Gaga, put her on. He got like 60%, sold that um, to Universal. Then she, I guess she bought it from Universal. But he got rich literally off Lady Gaga. And that's how he was able to put money in oil. Then he owned a diamond mine. And now he's, um, um, I forgot, he made, he's been rich for a long time. I put it like this. That's crazy, man. But in Africa, he's worth billions. I know that. Jeez, man. But yeah, he's building. That, he, he bought five miles, the, and he's going to build his own city. That's the dream right there, man. He's he's doing it right. Yeah, he's one of the few people that when he says, like, yeah, I just bought a diamond mine and it's doing well, <laughs> where, like, the interviewer was like, I think it was Ebro. It's like some guy in New York. They got interviewed and was just like, well, that's, I was going to actually buy the next album, but that's stupid. Uh, <laughs> uh, we don't need it. We went from locked up to um, that kind of money. So, I mean, gee, yeah, you went from locked up to, hey, come visit my town sometime. I, I bought it with my diamond mine money. Yeah, like he should be that's finished not- in 2027. He's, he's playing Minecraft in real life. Yes. Yeah. He literally went diamond mining and then built his own city. Yeah. What the? Yeah. That's great. Good for him. Good for him. Yeah, man. From a guy that did two years in jail to a billionaire. Yeah. Like you, this is um some real, like, I don't know. I can't compare it to anybody. I can't name a Wolf of Wall Street. Maybe. I don't know. I wonder what he's going to name, like, the street names are going to, it's going to be Smack That Avenue. And then <laughs> Don't Matter Boulevard. And I'm then, so lonely drive. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so paid. Yeah, yeah, for real. Yeah. That's so, gonna be awesome. Yes. Survivor. <laughs> nice, nice. Um, but yeah, man. Um, when it comes to, let's give an example one song. Um, Take on me, uh, by okay. a band called Aha. Um, mm-hmm. That dent dent 
I can't do it. You know what song I'm talking about, hopefully. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Not, yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> that noise and that kind of, even you hear it, you you think of the 80s. Uh, yeah. Is there any other song like that that when you hear it, you think of the 80s? Absolutely. I mean, I probably, I could tell you a few. Um, the, I want to, I'm trying to think of a perfect one, like the most 80s song, but the one that just pops in my mind is like Billie Jean. Yeah. And, and, um, like Little Red Corvette, for some reason, those are like the first two that pops in my head. I see Michael Jackson and Prince were like, I, I actually personally, I listen to them like in the car by myself when I'm driving to work. Like that's what's on in my earbuds all the time. Like that's, I love that music. Can I ask you um, one quick question? I do not mean to make yeah. you lose thought. And this is a, just, this is just a real question that I love to ask people because I'm a Michael Jackson fan too. Yeah. Off the Wall or Thriller? Man. That's a incredible. You know what's funny? I watched a documentary recent recently about uh, Off the Wall, and it made me change my mind because I love Thriller, best selling album of all time until like recently. I think somebody surpassed it actually, but uh, really okay. I'm pretty sure somebody did recently. I might be wrong. Probably Taylor Swift. Yeah, yeah, you ain't lying. Um, man, I'm gonna say Thriller because that's the first one that I heard and I loved, but Off the Wall is unreal. But that's the 70s. I, I end up going with Thriller, too. But I love Off the Wall with a passion. Like, I do. Good. Like, like it's, it's like I want to, like, always go with it. But it's like Quincy I Jones did his thing. Yeah. I want to rock with you all night. Yeah, I love that stuff, man. Yeah. I love it. It's like my favorite music. Yeah. Um, a fun fact, when I was doing my research about um, the band AHA, uh, yeah. believe it or not, and I've heard the slower version is the fast version that was famous. Then they made a uh, slow version. They made a slow yeah. version first, but they but the studio made them release the faster version. And yeah. uh, believe it or not, have you seen Deadpool 2? Yeah, yeah. They played a slow version. Oh, did they? Hmm? Man. Now and I'm like, to go. And after hearing the slow version, hearing the lyrics, I could see how, oh, this was definitely meant to be a slow song. Oh. I could see why. Plus, that's still one of the best music videos of all time. Oh, absolutely. And you know what? Which one do you like better? The slow version or the fast one? I got some pussy to the slow version. Oh, oh. So the second one then, the slow version, that's yeah. the one you want. Yeah, because, yeah. you know, uh, <laughs> I ain't never got no pussy to the fast version. So I, <laughs> I never. <laughs> I was kind of hard. It's kind of hard. The slow one, you know, it'll last a little longer. That fast one, it's just too, you know, it'll be over too quick. So, yeah, I guess the slow version's best. That can set the mood. Yes, yes. Uh, That's we all. Talk, yes. We talked about a lot <laughs> of male singers, but how did you feel about the female singers at that time, like Tina Turner and um, oh, Linda Loper? Mm-hmm. Uh, absolutely. Whitney Houston came out at that time, too. Yep. Uh, Cindy and um yeah tina turner i mean god talk about a wild woman i mean she looked like she was 50 in the 80s and she still looks the same as she did in the 80s it's weird but she was yeah yeah, she was she was a great performer Mm -hmm. and i mean whitney houston in my opinion has the best voice of all time like i don't think it gets any better than that i mean yeah she could sing like that and do cocaine and hey she's a multitasker i mean there's just i mean 
she's just built different than us. I mean, it's uh, and you can put up with Bobby and his bullshit. I mean, damn. Oh, Bobby Brown, really good too, and like uh, new edition and stuff. Yes. I love. It. Yeah. Yes. That was. They just went down a dark path, didn't they? It was my fault. <laughs> Shouldn't have brought up the cocaine. I, I don't know why. She's but she's nah. a great. Um, she was having a good time. There's nothing to be sad about. She loved it. Yes. yes. <laughs> people love to talk about Beyonce and how great she was, but I don't think people really understand. Like Tina Turner was like that level too, in my opinion. Like everybody, like yeah. when it came to a performance, I've never seen any video of Tina Turner that wasn't a great performance. Oh my God. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. I couldn't agree more. Yeah. Man, I mean, she was just. She was like, uh, she had that Robin Williams energy where it was just always like, and she just, everything was right where it should be, right on cue. Like this move, it fits in perfectly with this one. And she was, oh my God, her energy just, it makes you smile when you watch it. You can't like not smile at her because she looks like she's having a great time. Like she's actually enjoying doing it. Yeah. Fun fact, after doing some more research, man, I think she's in her late 60s, maybe 70s. Her boyfriend? 24. Oh, man. 24. Uh, I, you know what's funny? I don't think he can keep up with her, even though she's 60-something years old. I feel like she still has that energy. I feel like uh, she needs somebody young to keep up with her. I'm just saying, like, he, he, he slips in one little baby aspirin. She'll go to sleep for the night. <laughs> if she ever say, like, I got, not slip in, but, like, she'd be like, she got a headache. Like, all yeah. right, let me give you a bit. Not slipping. I don't know why I just used that metaphor. But, like, <laughs> if he, if he, if he ever, if she ever just, like, I got a headache, he knows, like, all right, we're going to bed early. Yeah, we're going to bed early. Yeah. And watching TV land, and and we're going to fall asleep watching reruns of Everybody Loves Raymond. Yeah, nothing but Golden Girls in that house. And Golden Girls. <laughs> Golden Girls in 227, yeah. 227? Yeah. Man, um... That's wild. I mean, I'm 25. My grandmother's 60. What? What would she be? 64? Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, that's that's super. That's crazy weird. Yeah. No way. Uh, what did you think about their hairstyles when it came to the 80s, like, star, pop star? Oh, it was fucked up. That's for sure. Um <laughs> Now that's the one thing from the '80s I don't want to come back. I don't want that coming back here. Okay. The uh, the guys with the you know what's the name of that band that sang like something about cars? Oh, I ran so far away. Yeah, it, they had like their hair was. I mean, my hair is bad too, but like it came up like this, like Wolverine's helmet, and then it was like slick back through here and then there was the jerry that was the jerry curl phase and then the mullets and and the what is this one mohawks and dude get out of here with that i saw a picture of ozzy osbourne's hair and it just looks oh. dirty like it just looks dirty maybe that's, that's it maybe that was it they just didn't have to wash their hair like that, yeah i guess that was that was uh grungy or something like it was supposed to be cool to not bathe but now, that's yeah. no, not cool, man. Yes. Wash your hair. Yes. Now, <laughs> I wanted to transfer over to um, 
what do you think of those people entertaining now? Like, I've got the chance to see Bon Jovi three years ago. Still puts on a good show. It's just mm-hmm. not a lot of moving. He can still sing. The songs are still sung correctly. His voice hasn't changed. But it's definitely not the same movement as a young man. Like, majority of that show was him sitting down. Right. Yeah. 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 Right. Man, if you love what you do, definitely go do it. And if people are still willing to pay and come out in droves to come see you, definitely do it. But I will say people are going to come expecting to see Bon Jovi, Bon Jovi's grandfather. So, I mean, you couldn't get too upset if somebody's saying, man, why is he sitting down the whole time? Because, I mean, people are going to be expecting that energy and he's gonna be moving and doing stuff but i don't know man that's a good question like i'll be honest with you i would never pay to go see bon jovi in 1985 okay i was a guy but uh my mom loves bon jovi but that's the kind of i didn't like bon jovi I was, you didn't like hey, living on a prayer hey take a hike I, yeah it's, no i'm not living on a prayer uh, i'd turn that song off every time i hear it um i don't know what it was about bon jovi i didn't like uh, something about him just irked me Okay. It didn't seem like he he fought his way to where he was. It almost seemed like he knew, like he was friends with somebody's uncle who was a big producer, and he sang. Um, and it just seemed too perfect. Like, what is this? This guy didn't struggle for anything. He just got yeah. right in there. Well, he does help feed the homeless and stuff like that. So you know, I'm not saying he's perfect, but he definitely, you know. You're right. You're right. Yeah. Every time I try to trash somebody, they end up being like the next Gandhi. <laughs> No, no, no. He's not Gandhi. No, no, no. We keep reading the story about Gandhi. You find out <laughs> that guy was not as good as we thought. Like, see, see, I try to, I try to do something, and then even Gandhi's fucked up. I mean, there's no perfect people anymore. No, no, never was. Uh, I'm learning that too. Trust me, I've met a few heroes that I'm like, oh no. Oh man, that's yeah. what they say. Never meet oh. your hero. Oh, well, thank God I didn't beat Bill Cosby, man. This would have been horrible. Damn, dude, I love the Cosby show. I don't care. I don't care. I'm going to watch it. I love the Cosby show. Oh, yeah. I want everybody else to get their money. Like, it can't help that he's messed up. Everybody else should get their rerun money. But, like, I, yeah. used to, I was a fan of his stand-up because he was he was clean, clean. And, like, mm-hmm. like besides Brandon Rainwater, Mike Goodwin, and a few other comedians I know, there's not a lot of people can be clean, clean and, like, still be funny. So, How hard is that? They make it seem easy, man. They they do. And when you when you talk to them about it, they're like, the money you make from it makes it pretty easy for you. And I, I bet so, because like, you can yeah. church, church money is good money. That's right, man. Um, hallelujah. I mean, Seinfeld. Hallelujah. That's what I'm talking about. Uh, Seinfeld is a good example of clean, and I think he's like the richest comedian ever. If I'm pretty sure. I mean, most of that's from TV and stuff, but. Dude, I mean, you can make a lot of money being clean. I'm too lazy to write clean jokes, so I just go up there and do the filthy stuff myself. But uh, I don't try to do anything too dirty, but I I don't know. Like, I don't even know I'm saying curses when I'm saying them on stage. Do you know what I mean? Oh, yeah, I definitely know. Like, for me, it's just I want to be myself. Don't get me wrong. You put a million dollars in front of me. I can do all my jokes clean. Yeah. You know, like, I can do clean jokes before I wear a dress. So, yeah. Like. <laughs> You don't want to go the uh, the Martin Lawrence route. I like the way. Do you know who Carlos Miller is by chance? Oh man, I don't think I know Carlos Miller. 
but I, he uh, he's a black man. Somebody asked him about wearing a dress, and he literally said the best the best way I've ever heard someone word it was, "Yo, why I gotta be the black comedian that doesn't do it? Everybody else made millions. I gotta be the one person to say no to the dress. Let me make my money, and then I'll put it back in the community. I want to be the person to say no, and now I'm broke." Uh, dude, I mean, I totally understand. I get it. I also know what I think it was Dave Chappelle who kind of first brought it up. That uh, at least the one. That's the first time I heard it was him yeah. talking about that. And I was like, that's a good point. They do. But I'm not sure if it was really this like Hollywood sadistic thing where it's like we have to put them in a dress now. I think it was it's just funny. Like Eddie Murphy, uh, Martin Lawrence, Chris Rock, I know has. And um, I guess him and Tyler Perry's one of the richest uh, person, people in the business. And I mean, he made a living off of that. I mean. I don't think it's like this weird, like uh, in certain moments to do it and okay, how it works now, out. Now do me a favor, Kirkland. You just named five people, five name five white male comedians that you know wore a dress. Uh, Jim Carrey, um, Tom Hanks. He's not a comedian. He was. He started as a comedian. Tom Hanks. Yeah, look it up. He started as a comedian. Really. He was. Yeah, he was in a movie with Sally Fields, too, where he plays a stand-up comedian. And I watched the interview, and he was like, well, it was easy because I started as one. And then he started a show. That blew my mind. It's like finding out Tim Allen used to sell cocaine. That's cool. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. It's, you know, you get caught with it on uh, on an airplane, go to jail for a few years, and then you get your own TV show. And people know you as Santa Claus. <laughs> yeah, you're moving a lot more white back then. Um, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Man, I mean. Um, let me think. There's got to be a lot more than that. Um, it's easy to think of the other comedians because those are actually like my favorites. You know what I mean? Like the the guys I just named, like are all like my heroes. Nice. I don't. I'll be honest with you. I don't watch too too much white stand up comedy, and I hate to say it, but I think it's corny. I think they're very corny. If you get a chance, check out a comedian named Gary Owen. Then. Okay. I will definitely. You'll definitely enjoy him. Yeah. Um but to get back to I don't know how we got this. I'm sorry, but I'd bring up all these subjects. I'm sorry. Okay. It's all good. Uh, good. Uh when it comes to 80 80s music in, in in total, do you think the beginning of the decade had better music or the end of the decade had better music? Ooh. I like the beginning. Um I want to say, yeah, I think Thriller came out in 83 and Purple Rain came out in like 84 or 87. Well, that's later in the decade. Anyway, like those guys were like um, more prominent at the very beginning. I think mid probably had just as, I think the middle. There's somewhere okay. between 83 and 87 is like where I live in that music frame. It's right in there. And that's where I kind of stay. Nice, nice. Now, um, why? Idea, but that's that's kind of where it is for me. Nice, nice. Uh, yeah. What are some of the singers that you believe influenced the singers of today from the eighties? Hmm. Oh, um, great question. Well, I keep bringing the names up, and you know, Michael and Prince. Obviously, you don't have the weekend, Bruno and Kanye and. Drake and 
I mean, name anybody. You don't have them without them. Oh yeah. You know, they're, you know, that's obvious. They sampled I, a lot of stuff from them. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. And then, you know, Madonna influenced people like Lady Gaga. I mean, it's almost like the same exact, it's almost like they replicated or cloned Madonna and then put her into now. You know yes. what I mean? So that was another one. I mean, there's plenty. Absolutely. Yes, yes. You spoke about it earlier, but like I, I can't help but touch back on it. Leather. Leather. That was the decade of leather. Like leather. It's hard to make leather look cool. But they it, did. Because it's not, it's not, it's not, it's never, it's never one outfit I saw where I was like, I should wear that. They feel comfortable. They probably look comfortable. Right. I like, was more jealous that they could wear it more than I wanted to wear it and thought I would look cool in it. You know what I mean? I know they had to make that noise everywhere they went. They actually... <laughs> can't, can't, can't sneak up on nobody. <laughs> I heard you, James. I heard you, James. Always walk around sounding like you're trying to open up a, a what's the little snack things kids do? The Lunchables. Yeah. Yeah. Like you're trying yeah. to open up time. Dude, exactly. that, I never thought about it that way, but yeah, it would, that would be awful. Okay. can never up on anybody <laughs> that's awesome man oh, that's terrible yeah i brought her name again but i once but i'll bring it up again lindy lopper uh she has a song called time after time oh yeah um, is, that I, is cynthia lopper it, when i looked it up it said lindy lopper l-y-n-d-i oh I thought it was Cindy Lopper. I might be wrong. All right. So anyway, I know who you're talking about. Or maybe I. It's probably Cindy. Might, it's probably I Cindy. Might. I spelled it wrong. I mean, I, I my handwriting is horrible. No, I, it, <laughs> it is Cindy. I'm looking at my C and it looks like an L. Yeah, and a great person to bring up because that's like the most '80s person ever. I'm not. I'm not editing that out either. It's gonna be Lindy for this whole time. That was Lindy. <laughs> yeah, Cindy Lopper. Time after time. Um, yeah. You said she's very '80s influenced. I mean, not oh, wow. wow, not '80s influenced, but uh, she's yeah, very she, '80s. Yeah, she's very '80s. I mean, that's a person. I remember watching that um, "We Are the World" video. Yes. And you know when she comes on, like you recognize all these people, but then when she comes on, it's like holy, that's '80s. If I had to, if you open up the dictionary, it says '80s. Her picture's right there. She's got that red, wild-looking hair, and she's kind of a crazy squeaky voice person but their clothes are always like just there's no other way to say it but 80s just very 80s yeah like she was right place at the right time yes man every time i see that video i've seen it like 17 times i don't know the last time you saw it but like when you saw it did you did you look at it like michael jackson was like i really don't want to be here like, I mean, oh, <laughs> he does not look he does not look engaged at all no he was I think he was even by himself. I don't think he was with anybody else. Everybody else is singing headphones. He's just he's asleep. He's got the sunglasses on. He's literally closing his eyes, probably just singing. Just he didn't care. Yeah, like these people do not care about the world. Like I'm rich enough. I know how this works. Half of yeah. this money ain't even going to donate. No, 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 no. They want him to buy the record and they'll give a one percent of it to the foundation. And yeah, I do dude. more than I mean, help kids. You, yeah, right. <laughs> Man, if they wanted to help the world at that time, if they had, had taken all of their money and combined it and then sent it to them, that probably would have helped. Yeah. But 
sitting there singing about it ain't doing much. No, 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 no. Uh, another thing that I would like to touch on about the 80s were um, when it comes to music, the commercial and branding of it. At this time, they were still selling albums. Um, <laughs> have you ever like got a chance to look at like literally commercial for albums? Like a commercial, like a uh, like a TV spot where they're trying to sell somebody's album. Is that what you mean? Yes. No, I didn't that was the thing. Is that real? Go to YouTube, man. It is pri- like oh. I can remember semi because in the two thousands they did it a lot. Like I still remember a commercial for the Carter Two, and I still uh, okay. remember a commercial for um, I think it was a Master P album, and they I, saw, I remember seeing a commercial for that. But yeah, like they had commercials for like you should buy their album, and it would be like. Definitely a body double. Most of the time it wasn't them, but it'd be somebody dancing to the music. So picture like um, Apple commercials when they want you to buy the headphones, but that for somebody's album. Just people dancing no reason and being like, hey, get this album. Oh, my God. Oh, it reminds me of those like uh, infomercials where they got the two people going, buy this box set, and then it'll play like 50 different people's songs from like the 70, like 76 or something. A lot Dude, of that's- now that's what you call music type commercials. Right. Oh, exactly like that. Yeah, man. I know exactly what I'm doing the rest of the night. <laughs> I swear to God. That's I'm what so- I'm doing. I'm sorry, bro. I can't wait. This is going to be the best. I'm going to laugh my ass off. This is going to be awesome. Do you think they ever go back and, and look at stuff themselves? Like now that there's YouTube, do you think those old stars from the eighties ever look up their own stuff and go, man, I was the shit. Either that or they were going like, Wow, I was broke. Why did I choose to do this? Because <laughs> you, because you're, because like we're like low level comedians, like very low level comedians. But like, Lowest. I can imagine like getting famous and like not blowing my money. But like, let's say I just happen to lose my money out of nowhere, and I go from like having like five million in my bank account, and it's like, no, I don't want to do that. No, I don't want to do that. No, I don't want to do that. Uh- I lose all my money, and now I get the phone call. Hey, you want to do Dancing with the Stars? I look at my bank account, and I'm like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, I actually need to do this. You're sitting there going, man, I really should have done that dumb shit I didn't want to do before. Man, I can't imagine being in a place financially where somebody's going to offer me a, like a million dollars to do something. I go, I don't really feel like it. I can't imagine being in a place like that. Oh no, me either. I'm, me either. How could you? I'm a million's even too much. If somebody said five thousand dollars, I'd be like, dude, yeah, I'm there. I mean, hundred percent. I mean, I just can't imagine being so comfortable. Some of these stars, I mean, I can't. Ugh, it's crazy. I mean, I, like I said, like I'm, I'm so broke right now. If somebody was like, hey, you want, you want to be in the sequel to the Two Fairy? A million dollars. <laughs> okay, yeah, 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 let me do it. I can do it. I don't. <laughs> being the sequel to the Two Fairy movie, yeah. Dwayne, oh, what, you want, I'm supposed to play Dwayne Johnson character? Yeah, yeah, I'm in there. I, hey, man, if you want me to, I'll just he can play himself again, and I'll just be the guy who spots him when he does the when he starts lifting. I'll just spot him in the background, like I don't even have to be in the front. I just, yeah. I'll do anything for a million dollars. Yes, yes. I'll I'll play the little girl. Put me in a dress. I don't care. I will be. I don't care. They can have me doing something stupid. Like, all right, we need you to be Ozzy Osbourne's body double. Really? Okay. <laughs> Do I, I still wash my hair? No, I can't. Okay. Do I stand right here? Is this what you need me to do? You said a million? Give me that bat. 
I, I got the money to get it. Whatever I get from that bat, I got the money to heal. Um, Coronavirus part two starts in that movie where you have to bite the bat's head off. Yeah, pretty that's much. Where, that's where it starts. Yes. Um, is there anything else you'd like to say about 80s music? Man, just if anybody is sitting here listening to this going, 80s music, man, go listen to all of it. It's the best. I mean, I swear. it's. I think it's way better than most of the stuff we have now. I'm not going to say all of it because I do like today's music as well, but I think it was a lot better back then, personally. I just love it. Nice, nice. I would agree. Um, what, is there anything you like to say to your fans? Man, so um, there aren't any. But if there were one out there, man, I really appreciate you. And you need to, and you need to send me some money, man. I'm broke. All right? I got bills. This shit's tough. All right? You see my backdrop? It's just blinds. I'm in my bedroom. My dad's in there cooking dinner. All right? I need some money. I got to get out of here. Where can they follow you? Man, uh, they follow me on Twitter. Uh, it's just Kirkland Manning on Twitter. I don't really do Facebook and stuff, but I'm trying to get more into that as I'm, uh, you know, as me and you both, we go on this comedy journey, see where it takes us, man. But, yeah, I'll, um, I'll try to get more platforms for people if they, you know, if I get more than one or two people who want to hear what I got to say. Okay, cool. Uh, thank you again for coming on to the podcast and thank you guys so much for listening. Have an amazing day. Thank you so much, man.